0: Failure is something that is common. and something that you have to get used to. I've had to kind of pick up and start over with many things in my life. I think that you're going to fail a lot if you're just an individual. I recommend that you find out who are those people to help you accomplish those goals. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast.
1: Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You've got with you today, the knucklehead, Stephen. And so I've got a unique guest with me. And the reason why I'm introducing him as unique is in these conversations, our aim is to bring you mistakes, screw-ups that have paved the way to the success that you find, not just in your career, because that habit will actually spill over into other areas of your life here. So we've got a unique individual with us. Who works in HR? I don't want to say HR, talent acquisition, excuse me. And Mr. Josh Prado. And Josh's story, I'm going to let him kind of give some backstory as to how he came up through his career. But I loved how he answered the question a few minutes ago. We were just talking back and forth before this podcast about how some of his work is connected to uh, helping government entities onboard new vet- veterans that are transitioning. Uh, but part of his day to day includes helping find the right fit for a tech company. With skills that are out there in the marketplace, and so I'm thinking of how many mistakes have been made by the people that he tries to provide services to, <laughs> and even the company that he works with. Sometime there's probably a long list that have led to a successful marriage. I know we've had some other HR specialists on before, but Josh, I I appreciate you taking some time. I appreciate you uh, deciding to impart some of your wisdom, some of your experience, some of the organizations that you're connected to. Uh, and uh, and taking some time to talk about it here on Knucklehead. So welcome to the show, Bud. How are you?
0: Thanks, thanks. I'm good. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. For those of you who are listening, Josh actually has four guitars or string based instruments behind him, and I, I've got to ask you <laughs> which which one which one of those which one of those do you, are you best at? Like, I mean, I see I see one over your right shoulder that is significantly smaller yeah. than all the other guitars.
0: Uh, the answer is none of them. So I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) I am not i could any of them. So maybe that's a good topic for the show. uh, (laughs) Aesthetics are, are, aesthetics are important. So if they make you think that I'm musically inclined, then that's great. But But unfortunately I'm not.
1: I was thinking the musical instruments and the hairstyle connected together. I was, I was jealous because I can never get my hair to look like that ever. And your hair looks like perfect for uh, the camera. So anyway, so (laughs) give some of these folks an idea uh, of how you got to where you are. And, you know, I understand that you are an entrepreneur. You've been creating events in the San Diego area to create connection and synergy between uh, business owners, which a lot of times we don't have spare time to network. And especially with the advent of you know, COVID-19 as a uh, precautionary measure, a lot of health professionals are suggesting that we practice social distance. So in the events business that you're in, you know, what are you seeing and tell us a little bit about, you know, how you came up with that uh, as a model?
0: Yeah. So the, you're, you're speaking to one of our, our most recent initiatives here um, that I helped launch, um, which is just a, a veteran networking event um, that I felt that was needed here in San Diego. It's an offshoot from some of the events that you you know typically see in the military space where we get uh, military entrepreneurs and uh, nonprofit leaders together. But I thought that here in San Diego, we have such a large concentration of veterans that do have successful businesses that we should get them all together on a regular basis. So instead of waiting for like a bigger conference, I mean, most folks are familiar with Military Influencers Conference or Burbiz. I worked with a couple of folks, mainly the Veterans Employment Committee of San Diego, which I'm, I'm a big uh, supporter and advocate for. I'm actually the uh, vice chair of the employment committee, as well as there's Downtown Nightlife and Industry Group, which is the hospitality groups. A friend of mine partnered with us to help get us some venues. So every other month we get to get together, utilize some some really great venues and get all of our veteran entrepreneur friends together for a nice little mixer. Then the nice thing that we threw in was that it actually is a fundraiser um, as well. So a portion of the proceeds go towards the Veterans Employment Committee. So I think all the synergy of the different things come together, the entrepreneurship, the employment community, and also nonprofits that are non-military that want to support us. So I think, as you mentioned, a lot of my work overlaps. So I may work in talent acquisition on, my, on the corporate side, work in nonprofit leadership on the outside, and then also have an entrepreneurial mindset to, to kind of launch different things that have um, either revenue streams for um, our personal business or for uh, fundraising as well. So there's a lot of overlap in what I do. So it's sometimes a little confusing for folks.
1: It's interesting the way that you describe that, Josh, because you say overlap what I hear in the, from the corporate world is that would be a conflict of interest when in fact you just hit the nail right on the head. There's synergies between all of these different entities and organizations that allow somebody like you to come in and where there is overlap that creates a little bit of friction, but without order, the way that you're able to structure it, it actually creates more function, more synergy, and more opportunity for people. So that's, that's pretty interesting. However, I don't want to put just a gold trim around the outside. It had to have kind of worked against you in some cases where it was like, oh crap, that didn't go through exactly the way that I intended it to. Do, do you have a story where we're, because ma- this is not podcast. This is, this isn't yeah. <laughs> we got, well, it's not the first time podcast. So. Can you tell of a time where uh, an event didn't go off the way that you wanted to, or maybe it was misinterpreted where somebody was just trying to sell the whole time versus be there for the benefit of the mission?
0: Well, in the event production business, nothing, just like a wedding planner or anybody else who does events, events never go the way that they're supposed to. So there's probably numerous failures in that, but, um, you know, the, the, the folks that work in that industry the, that do either events or concerts or, or anything like that, they do a pretty good job of maybe covering all that stuff up, but <laughs> it's usually complete chaos in the background. Um, as far as my personal life, I mean, there's plenty of times that I didn't have it figured out, uh, as far as my career or, uh, otherwise, you know, the theme of the show being the knucklehead podcast is definitely, I was, uh, one of the biggest knuckleheads, uh, growing up. So I, uh, went off to, you know, join the military, um, due to not doing well in college, not getting into the schools that I wanted to get into. And then, you know, in, in during my military career, you know, I, I just probably, you know, numerous times that, you know, I, I, I was a knucklehead, uh, to, to include actually, um, you know, just getting in trouble like every other, you know, million listed folks do. So, so yeah, my, my story, you know, is, is it unique as far as, you know, being a knucklehead? I, I, definitely have, haven't had the, uh, straightest path or, you know, first time success on, on anything that I've done, uh, at all. So it's really just taken a lot of failures, whether that be, um, uh, at first-time failure at college, or first-time failure at the different endeavors that I've done in in, in the past. But uh, but yeah, no, just uh, failure is is something that is is common and something that you have to get used to. I've had to kind of pick up and start over with many things in my life, so personal or professional. So.
1: Well, when you talk about college, um, let's start there, right? And so let's start there, and then we'll we'll move into the career. I remember, you know, I played football at the University of Nebraska, and my roommate, my freshman year of college is still playing in the NFL. He's a punter for the Baltimore Ravens. However, we were competitive in high school with each other and we played uh, on the same football team. However, I, I wasn't as disciplined as I needed to be in school. And so when you're going through that, I don't want to say that, that, uh, that grind of, of messing up, not making the best decisions. Whenever you're in school, you don't understand the cor- the connection between that, And the outcomes that come as a result of not executing right then. And so I remember not thinking it was that big of a deal, but at the same time, very just disappointed in my performance because I expected more of myself. Did you have to go through any of that yourself or uh, how did you work through some of that disappointment?
0: Well, like I said, you know, I kind of ran away from it. Um, So I didn't touch school until I actually, uh, maybe a few years after I got out of active duty um, and I transferred to the reserves. So in, in terms of quote unquote like failures, you know, my, my, my whole thing was to play basketball in high school, you know, go to college, go to a you know, D1 school. Um, I didn't get into any of the schools that I applied to, you know, based on my grades. Um, I was a horrible student, you know, just, just not really disciplined at all. So, you know, I, I essentially uh, went to the military, you know, after that to, to do something different. And, you know, yeah, I just never considered myself a really good student. So in, in terms of, of that as a failure, you know, I think I needed to to go through that and then, you know, experience all the different things, you know, whether it be young enlisted life in the military or, you know, expectations that, that you have for, you know, what life is going to be like in the service or after the service and those not being exactly the fairy tale that they, (laughs) you think that they're going to be. So, you know, I think from, from that trauma, we all learned that it's just, it's a normal thing. You know, I'm not the first person. I'm not the last person to um, be disappointed in uh, something, whether it be not, not finishing school, um, joining the military and it not being what the recruiter told them it was going to be like, um, or getting out and then seeing, you know, Hey, not everybody's jumping at wanting to hire you right away, especially if you don't want to do what you did in the military. So, you know, on the flip side, you know, I talk a lot about um, the successes of that. And I think that the story that I tell is, is based on um, being an advocate for education because, uh, you know, I was later able to find the motivation to um, go back to school Get my master's um, work at the college that I went to, um, and then uh, yesterday I actually talked to the um, veteran alumni um, group, and they want to highlight some of you know the the successes from a veteran standpoint for working in the field. So I got into working in engineering. Um, and, uh, and tech, um, after, and I'm, and I'm a horrible student. So, um, that, <laughs> that, you know, that, that's the success side, but, but once again, we really want to focus on more on, you know, the reality and the reality is I'm no different than, than anybody else that he needs to find the motivation on a daily basis to figure out what their mission and vision is
1: for life. Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason. So do you, you don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just, it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that. We're push button for podcasts. We're knucklehead. Why knucklehead? Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing. We do, we've been there. We've actually been in your shoes. We take your spoken voice. We literally give a human voice to your website. You want to bring dead leads to life? Well, then you need to talk to knucklehead. Essentially what we're going to do is we're going to take you through our process and we're going to help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life. I, how do I, how do I do that? Well, you essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They want to binge watch you. They want to binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So you can get in touch with us, Stephen at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you got a really cool story, Stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn, And on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions, LLC, and get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know prevent you from getting some wins. So don't be a beta. Get some wins and contact us today. See you. Well, for those of you who are listening, I I think it's important to highlight the the outcome of what Josh just talked about, right? Because as you're going through the mistake that you're going through, First of all, nothing, nothing in life is ever ends up executing exactly the way it's supposed to. There's, th- there's things in life that happen as a result of, of that almost by accident. But to create a replicatable and repeatable process, you can do that. And it doesn't really work foolproof every single time. So there's iterations that you have to go through that are applicable to what Josh is talking about. Uh, you can take that lesson of failure, screwing up, running away from it, coming back Earning a master's degree and then being asked to be highlighted because of his experience afterwards. So that's a that's a process that not everybody's willing to go through, which is fits the narrative of get some wins, but you can't be a beta about the process because he had to take alpha. He had to be essentially had to be an alpha over his mindset in order to extract the lesson, apply what he was learning, and go and create a different outcome. And so I'm I'm interested as an entrepreneur. Essentially, you're filling a need or a solution with a product or service to fill a global, essentially a global need. You identified an opportunity there in San Diego and you created this, you know, these, these groups as a result of that. However, a lot of people would stop at, well, I don't know anybody in the Economic Development Council or I don't know how to get in touch with civic government or leadership. You know, I don't understand these organizations. So walk us through how you parlayed the failure in education to go and actually create opportunities in the marketplace for yourself.
0: Well, I think it's the biggest thing that I did uh, was to number one is to realize that you're not in it by yourself. So a lot of the failures that I've had are probably self-inflicted because I didn't get the support or I didn't look for outside assistance for what I wanted to do and accomplish early enough. So, you know, for any, anybody that's listening, you know, I I recommend that you, you know, find out, you know, who are those people and who are those, you know, the support groups and those things that, are available to you locally that you can build relationships with, um, to help you accomplish those goals. So, so, you know, I, I would have did that a little bit more as well as, uh, just understanding what your strengths are. And so my strength is usually people know me through strength of relationships. So, um, as you, you and I have a lot of mutual friends in the veteran entrepreneur space or just in the military community. um, and they, my strength is, is relationship building. And so the, all the initiatives that I drive, whether they're employment or entrepreneurship or just community uh, initiatives, they, they all move forward based on strength of relationships, which is my, an area that I, I focus on the most. It's just really spending time with people, getting to know them, and then whether or not you work together on a business level or just a personal friendship level, a lot of times those two overlap just like we said before, so where, you know, you could say, oh, this person's a huge conflict of interest versus, hey, this is a strategic partner who's embedded, you know, in the middle of everything military in San Diego. So, you know, if, if I'm embedded within the employment committee, if I'm embedded within, you know, the, um, uh, networking groups here in San Diego, or, you know, I'm embedded in a space where I can help other veterans, then, um, you can call that a conflict, conflict of interest, or you can call that a strategic partner. So, um, I <laughs> I prefer strategic partnerships, um, and that way I can help uh, you know drive a lot of these things forward. But really, it just it, my personality. I think the biggest thing to touch on is is I fail a lot because. Uh, my personality is type is an extrovert um, on the Myers Briggs side. It's uh, an ESFP, which is a uh, kind of an extreme extrovert who who loves to entertain, who loves to talk, who loves to spend time and hang out with people. That's not necessarily the best uh, personality type for either running a business or sitting down and being extremely disciplined. So I have to learn on a daily basis how to not fail based on those strengths, um, because my weaknesses may be, you know, if I'm having drinks with folks or talking on the phone or hanging out with everybody all the time, I can never get anything done. So there is a time where I have to buckle down. Um, otherwise I will fail at pretty much everything. So some people are really, really strong. So what I do, you know, I'll, I'll hang out with people that are a lot better at that than me. So, um, and that goes into making sure you have the right team around you for your operations or just for mentorship. So, you know, I don't really want to focus on, on one thing uh, specifically too much, but you know there's a lot of folks around me that help help get me to to do what, what I do as I, I fail all the time.
1: I think in the HR space, I've heard um, I've heard, I don't want to say it the wrong way, but in HR, in in talent acquisition and human resources and capital in human capital management, you run into uh, wanting to do things properly and properly means by the book. And with the overlap and with the strategic partnerships that muddies the water so much for some folks, at least in in my experience with some of the tech companies I've worked at where <laughs> they, they don't understand, Hey, sometimes the messy middle actually is what moves things forward. As a matter of fact, it, it's not always going to be by the book and that's almost by design. Would you agree or disagree with that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, um, when it comes to to businesses as a whole, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the infinite game, the Simon Sinek. He's been touching on that um that topic a lot, and that's where um, businesses the everyday grind to to not just be number one, but to outlast the competition. And, and if you're doing that, you're continually growing your customer base. You're continually delivering a product or service. Um, you can't be 100. Uh, stuck on, you know, policies and procedures and the things that they, they you know, the, the, the way that you want to do things. So we have to be innovative. Um, so I think a lot of times people make the mistake when it comes to um, hiring, um, uh, you know, whether it's hiring veterans or hiring people, um, that they don't take a chance on um, somebody who may have the right talent. the drive and motivation versus somebody who looks good on paper. And so I've seen that be kind of a a big, big failure when it comes to um, hiring because folks are so stuck on the hard skills that they can't see that, hey, this person, the engine that drives them is more important than the, you know, the exterior. So, you know, if that person has a Ferrari engine and they, you know, they look like a Toyota Camry, like, hey, that Ferrari engine, he's going to get you get that product. He's going to be a really good project manager. Um, for you, um, or who this other person may be kind of like your steady, you know, consistent uh, person that might be a great administrative, you know, person for your business. So I've worked with a lot of different job descriptions and a lot of different companies that um, are looking to place folks. And um, it's not, it's the intangibles that uh, I think we need to focus on more. And a lot of companies don't necessarily do that uh, well. But I mean, once again, I mean, we're, we're a human factor. So beyond a, um, a screening process that's done, you know, like the ATS systems for federal jobs, you know, there's people that have to say, hey, you know, this person, I'm going to give them a chance, especially somebody who's just getting into the industry. So veterans that are, you know, starting a new career, people are going to have to take a chance on them. And it's not just, hey, take a chance on them because they're a veteran and like, it looks good on, on paper, but you know I really see the the talent and if I you don't if that person doesn't have the the skill set for the job, then you know giving having the talent to identify what those gaps are and maybe you know rerouting them to go fill those gaps and come back later
1: yeah it's interesting the way you said that i I really enjoy folks who can think out of the box and understand that and, and even still it, coming up with systems and processes and documented and documentation in terms of the best pathway forward obviously somebody thought outside the box in order to be able to, uh, to put that, uh, that process down on paper. So just thinking outside the box isn't necessarily as valuable as what some would think uh, it is or talk about it being. Um, however, in, in your particular scenario, it's, it's been very advantageous. You talked about several organizations that are the benefactor of you, uh, using that process. So for those of you who are listening, who are, you know, relatively new in your career or wanting to, to find out more in terms of, uh, uh, of how to get connected in the entrepreneur space, specifically in San Diego, uh, my encouragement is to get in touch with Josh. He's extremely resourceful when it comes to being able to pivot at uh, the lack of technical instruction and the lack of calendar coordinating. At least I can speak to my experience because I I presented both problems <laughs> to him uh, in lead up to this show. So <laughs> so Josh, just real quick, tell people how to get in touch with you and and what would be one last thing that you would want to make sure that they leave this particular conversation with if you wanted uh, you know, if somebody was right in the midst of a transition between roles, uh, especially if they didn't plan for there to be a transition.
0: As far as um, getting in touch with me, you know, the biggest way uh, that we can get in touch nowadays and network professionally is going to be through LinkedIn. So feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's just going to be my first name, Joshua, middle name, Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C. And then last name is Prado P R A D O. You can also reach out on social media platforms. Mostly, uh, it, for time's sake, Instagram is probably the fastest. So um, you can go to uh, Buddy Check and Biz. Uh, that's B U uh, D D Y C H E C K A N D B I Z. And then uh, Vetted Talent Network is uh, V E T D underscore talent underscore network on Instagram but yeah just get a hold of me on on LinkedIn also on the betterati mentorship platform Uh, Some of the guests, hopefully you're familiar with Veterati. That's a way that you can just book a one hour phone call with myself or anybody else in the San Diego veteran community that wants to help out. Anybody that wants to talk about anything at all, um, it's pretty open. But yeah, as far as one thing I could leave for the listeners in terms of being a knucklehead is that, uh, you know, I was one. Most of my friends are all knuckleheads. um, And somehow, you know, we we were able to, to power through certain circumstances and we continually do that on a day to day basis. So, you know, my reason I didn't mention when it came to overcoming, you know, my uh, initial predisposition to just be unfocused and all over the place is that, you know, I, I had a daughter, um, so she's actually going to be turning 10 this next month. And uh, that really uh, inc- got me in this headspace where I needed to finish up school and, and overcome those those failures. So even if I was a horrible student, I still, you know, hey, sat my, myself in that chair. And if I felt like, you know, I wanted to go out and drink or wanted to go out and party, um, instead, I would be writing, you know, five page, es- page essays for five years straight. So, <laughs> that you know you, and everybody's reasons a little bit different um, for what they want to do um, so whatever that that is that you want to make a, a a dent in um my my particular area is that i want to you know uh create opportunities for for veterans um whether it's to be transitioned into new careers or to start a business or be inspired to start a business because uh, by all means there's multiple entrepreneurs here in San Diego that are, are really, really successful, far more successful um, than, you know, some of the things that I've just started. So I, I'm just really starting out to get it into the entrepreneur space, but um, just creating opportunities um, like the events that we do um, brings people together and those create opportunities for us to work as a team. So uh, I, you know, uh, I think that you're going to fail a lot if you're just an individual, if you work as a team, you know, I'm very fortunate to, and I want to give a shout out to um, Charlene Adelino. She's one of my mentors. She's the uh, president of the uh, veterans employment committee of San Diego, as well as other mentors um, like, like Errol, a sunshine. He's actually one of the uh, folks that helps bring together the San Diego community for whether it be for food drives or for kids or fitness events. You know, these are all the folks that I surround myself with. So that way they can hold me accountable to the times that I fail, which are most likely every day or every other day I fail at something. So, so yeah, but, but but I don't. I hope the folks that listen to this don't think that everybody's untouchable, especially in the veteran community. You know, all of the top CEOs in the veteran community communicate with each other on a regular basis and are pretty accessible, in my opinion. And so you've had a lot of them on your show. I've got to know a lot of them over the years, and they've helped support me and, and, um, and uh, encouraged me to continue to do what I'm doing. So I'm excited you know, this summer or, or fall be launching a book that I'm, I'm helping put together that will have a lot of those entrepreneurs in the book and excited to really share that. And that's an entrepreneurial endeavor that doesn't actually even include me. So that's, that's, uh, you know, an example of just kind of, you know, working as a team, right?
1: hundred percent living what you preach, I think is what the kids on the street call that these days, right? So Mr. Josh, I appreciate you taking some time. For those of you who are listening, he told you exactly how to get in touch with him. Instagram was one of the best channels, but in a professional sense, look up Joshua Dominic Prado on LinkedIn. Shoot him a message. Test him out on what he's saying. He's testing out what I'm, what I mean by that is he's talking about how accessible folks are, uh, the connections that exist between folks. I think that uh, I think that his experience will lend itself very nicely for for somebody who's either looking for some momentum. To create in terms of relationships and then also that invisible connection between two people this conversation that we're having here There's going to be a net result of what ends up happening, but wouldn't have happened until we got together I mean, it seems very simple. However, the creative solution that exists uh, out there for you who are stuck or for somebody who's actually looking for best Next steps my encouragement to you is to to get some wins and one of the ways you do that is you can't be a beta about the process reach out and touch Josh let him essentially work his magic for, with relationship building to find his connection in the network to get you the solution that you need. Or maybe he is the solution for you. So uh, my encouragement to you is to get back in touch with him. Josh, to be respectful of your time, I, uh, I think that we are, we are done. Anything else that you want to leave these folks with or are you good with a wrap?
0: Uh, no, no. Just uh, once again, take take me up on that offer. Um, you know, on Veterati or on LinkedIn, send me a message. Um, you know, we'll find some time to connect. Uh, you know, I think the most, if I am the solution for one thing, or if I can help provide solutions, it's just helping understand uh, what that next step is for for somebody's career and what it, what what steps you may take to do that. And and once again, I'm not usually always going to be, or or most times, I'm not the the solution to that. It might be more school or. It might be, hey, you want to do this? Hey, talk to this guy. Um, so that's where you know, folks like me, can... It, our, our resourcefulness is not to keep that hoarded um, within our, our head or you know in our phones. So we like to, to connect people with with the, the right folks um, or right organizations. So, um, but do your research first. Once again, I think the most you know frustrating thing can be sometimes where people are coming to, and th- this is one hundred percent true. Just be, you know, so you don't fail at this is. is coming to folks um, for like a resume review when you can get that from, you know, an organization like Hire Heroes or something or something that there's a lot of sponsored and a lot of free services out there. Um, If you want to actually make a connection with that person and build a relationship with me or someone else, you know, just, just have an actual conversation and, and figure out, you know, what the next steps are. If you're, you're just asking for, you to be kind of handheld through the process of either entrepreneurship or employment or whatever it may be, then, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be a little bit frustrating for the other person. So, um, but I'm more than happy to share any insights that I have or connect you to any folks, um, you know, within our community here in San Diego or beyond. And, you know, that's just something that I, I love to do. So uh, thanks so much for having me on the show, Stephen, and, and, uh, you know, enjoy your time out there. Hopefully this uh, quarantine doesn't last very long because i um, like, Losing my mind here as an extrovert. Uh, thanks once again for having
1: me on the show. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, we got to get you plugged into some virtual happy hours as well, right? I think that that's. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. The next step. All right, we'll appreciate well, you. I doing.
0: got vitamin C here. That's it, right? <laughs>
1: it's a great way. It's a great way to curb against uh, immune deficiency. All right. So for those of you who are like to Knucklehead, new episodes coming at you every Tuesday. Uh, Josh, we appreciate you taking some time. For those of you who are listening, until next time, we'll see you.